0: what's up what's up y'all welcome welcome back this is once twice three times a podcast you didn't know i was going there did you no well it is what it is welcome back y'all if you're new here this is how do you love me i'm trey
1: and i'm cute
0: and listen we're about to do this thing today we have a masterpiece for you and so sit back take a drink of your favorite water or juice.
1: I'm like, where are you going there? Eh?
0: I don't know. Let's get this thing yeah, started. Just keep us in. Woo! All right. Or as the new kids are saying, she. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome back, y'all. Listen today do you, do you want do you want to start off
1: yeah let's let's just jump right in with how full your cup is okay trading.
0: yeah my my cup today I'm at about a 94 mm-hmm. 94.3 yeah nothing wrong nothing you know
1: nothing to report
0: nah like regular old week happy you know happy that everything is going the way it is right now mm-hmm. yeah I'm excited about this weather we had a few days of Just a lot of rain and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I know, you know, I like the rain. I also like it when I'm not out in it. So that's probably why I was okay with it. But I'm really happy about the way the weather looks now. It really looks like spring. And I'm looking forward to a lot of that. Because that means I can be outside at the golf range, getting some work in and getting better. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: so, yeah, with that being said, how full is your cup, Q?
1: My cup is probably on about 90 to 95 percent.
0: Uh Oh, I know.
1: So let me just tell you about some things that have been filling my cup lately. Let us know. Right. So some things that have been filling my cup lately are visiting with family. My dad and his wife came up to visit us and we got to hang with them and my brother. That was a really good time, even though it was kind of short. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to see a couple other family members. So that was filling my cup. Just being around people and just having a good time. I enjoy talking to people that I don't get to see all the time and just being in a positive space with them. Another thing that's been filling my cup is planning our family vacations for this summer. And Although right now it's a little stressful because planning trips with black people is hard. But I know that when the time comes, it's going to be a really good time. So that's been filling my cup. Another thing is I've really been working on my skincare because since I had to wear my mask all day at work, my skin has been breaking out. And I'm pretty sure y'all can see a little bit of the dark marks and texture on my face. But I found out about facial steaming. And so I've been doing that like three nights a week, just trying to get my face back clear Clean and clear like it was before because I'm wearing those masks all the time. And then I've also been working on my hair care. Okay. Now, really proud of my little wash and go because I'm starting to perfect the way that it looks. And she as you, good, like I was checking back on some of our old videos when my hair still had like that brownish color. Y'all, back then I thought my hair was so long, you know. But it was like a little fro. It was a little fro. It was like barely touching my ears. And when I was watching it, I was like, oh, my gosh. But anyway, too funny. those things have been filling my cup. Just focusing on those and focusing on good times and what's to come and making sure my skin is healthy, my hair is healthy. I'm trying to get healthy by uh, meal prepping and starting to eat a lot better. So those things have been filling my cup. Not trying to focus too much on anything bad. So yeah, I'm ninety to ninety five percent this week.
0: Isn't it amazing? It is. When you focus on it is happy things. It is. It, you seem happier. Yeah. Even if it's not all the way there, it's crazy, crazy. So, look. Before we get to this main topic, or are we there? Do we? Yeah, we don't have any topic. We, no, we don't have any big news this week. All right. So we're hopping straight to it, y'all. Look, we're gonna transition here. I've always actually. This is you. Yeah. Go it's ahead. Big. Like. <laughs> She got me in here looking crazy because I'm anything. like,
1: I was wondering where he was going. Well,
0: it was a long pause. And so I'm like, OK, Only sure when she do that, the... that Only when she does that, she wants me to go. look okay. And so I'm like, oh, OK, I'll go. And then I'm looking down I'm like, OK, this is her stuff. See, right now. OK,
1: because so anytime that I'm like long winded, I start lo- like getting short of breath. And so sometimes I'll take a break and I look over at him like, all right, Trey, take it.
0: Well, she glanced over because I'm always afraid I'm breathing
1: hard in this mic. So anyways, I can go ahead and start. So I always tend to find myself in situations at work that I don't know how to handle. You know what I mean? Because like when you're growing up, they don't teach you how to I get technically handle conflict and mm-hmm. not necessarily like bad conflict like you probably would have at school just where general. somebody says something crazy, but just conf- like weird situations, you know what I mean, where You believe something, somebody else believes something and you just don't know how to handle it. And most of the times, like I try to keep what I feel in my mind and to myself. But then at some point I got to like start letting it out because I'm an adult now and I don't need to hold those back, especially if I want to make a change. You know what Mm -hmm, I mean? Like mm -hmm. if somebody wants to do something this way and I'm like, well, that doesn't work for everybody. Let's try it this way you know, I got to speak up because otherwise That's it's true. not nothing's going to happen. So basically, like, I brought this up because I always have this same kind of situation happen because on a scale of like 1 to 10, I'm probably about like a 6 or 7 on the person who is like a rule follower. So I'm not like a 10 where I'm like a perfectionist and it all has to be done right and we got to make sure we're looking at the manual to see what's happening. But I am like a 6 or 7, which means like, you know, majority of the time I would prefer to be doing what we're supposed to be doing because those things are in place for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. and I found myself kind of getting into a place to where I was about to go off on somebody or I've been in a place multiple times where I feel like I want to go off on somebody because they don't understand that these rules are in place to keep people safe, to make sure the job is done correctly, you know, cause this is a business everywhere right. you work is a business. And Period. if you're not providing quality work, then you know your business might not survive right, right and i just think of those things whenever you know somebody starts doing something that you know yeah. isn't a part of what the company is expecting for us to do as employees no, so that's
0: real that's real because yeah. like somebody so if somebody's doing something that's like there's rules in place like you said for a reason so if somebody's doing something that's Out of that rule spectrum, sometimes that can hurt everybody. Right. Like the whole business can go out of business because you forgot to put the fish in the freezer. Mm -hmm. And now it went to a company. Everybody got sick. Yeah. They sued your company and your company went under. Now everybody.
1: Everybody. And uh, yeah. And I think about stuff like that when people decide to go outside the lines and do whatever they want to do. Because I'm like. They're not telling us this to make sure that our job is harder or whatever. Now, they're sometimes,
0: doing this. sometimes they are. Well,
1: I mean, yeah, but, but that's,
0: that's individual and you know and I mean? And sometimes,
1: yeah. But, or maybe they the haven't found bigger, out. The bigger, like yeah. the
0: bigger levels. Yeah, nah, nobody, they're not doing that to make it harder.
1: Right. They're yeah. just doing it because this is either, either this is the way that we've always done it.
0: Which or is this is the way that works. Best, but yeah.
1: This is our process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Like I think about stuff like that. So I decided to look up different types of people in a workplace. And I know this podcast is, you know, typically about relationships, but, you know,
0: that's that's a part of it as well. Like when you think about it, like if you have good relationships at work Mm -hmm. or in the home or out with friends and family, like that's all a part of it, like what we're talking about right now, you know, if you're out to eat with friends and family. There's rules at that restaurant, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or just unspoken of rules as well. And if right. somebody's out of pocket, now you messed up the whole. Because if y'all don't know, one of mine is if I'm out with like we're out with somebody, oh, yeah. I, I don't want to be with somebody who always, you know, flip flopping on what they want, food back sending and, the food back after they yeah. ate half of it. And I mean, if it's valid, okay, but. Don't eat half of it and then send it back. Yeah, and then try and get that one free as well right. as the. I, I don't like to be a part because when I go back to the restaurant, they remember me and that whole situation. That's right. Even though I wasn't a person, so. Again, those are like like so. That's that's a part of it. you. Got mm-hmm. rules, man, and you know it's. Yeah, yeah. That works. Plus, it works. I
1: just try not to make anybody's job harder. And that's, you know, the key. as a manager, as the supervisor, or. The head person at your job, all they're trying to do is make sure that this business thrives and that we're providing quality work, mm-hmm. product, services. Mm-hmm. And so if you have an employee who's just doing whatever they want to and they're not providing any of those things, it makes your job harder because first thing that happens when a customer comes in and they're fussing and cussing at you, they call for the manager. Sure do. And while I had nothing to do with it as the manager, now I got to fix it. And so I just try not to put the people above me, the people who, you know, reporting to. I try not to put them in a bad situation. Yeah.
0: And that makes it every that makes everything easier. Mm
1: -hmm. Like when
0: you're easy on the people above you, they can be easier on you and they see you in a better light. Right. Like I know I can do say this or, or, you know, relay this message and they not going to really tear the club up so to speak (laughs) they're not gonna like you know just go all out of line they'll at least come to me in private and you know talk it out if it's something you know out of order they're not gonna disrespect me in front of everybody now everybody looking at me like like i thought you was the
1: boss i know like i thought you was the boss yeah Hey, you let them go off on you like how you let them play you
0: it's ways to do all that yeah so yes this you're right okay so
1: The first type, which is probably more of me. This is probably who I am. Mm -hmm. Number one, the rule follower. Okay. These are the people who like structure. Okay. Okay. So let me read who they are and what you can expect from these people. So rule followers work well under a defined set of workplace standards and objectives, and they crave structure, routine, and stability. These employees will be at their best when they are in positions that have clear, consistent processes and outcomes. And what you can expect from them is to thrive in environments where their responsibilities and challenges are known and predictable. Right? Mm -hmm. So if I do A, then I know B is coming next. Yes. And my my product or my finished service or whatever is going to come is going to be C. Yeah. So... We, strive, we we thrive in those kind of situations. They like established, documented procedures that follow logical patterns. And if you put rule followers into situations that require lots of flexibility and just winging it, you will throw them off their game. And yeah. that's so true because, like, I was telling somebody, like, because people always ask me, like, how's your first year teaching going? And, you know, tell me more about it. How you liking it? And I try to tell people the truth. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm trying to be authentic and let you know it's hard. It's hard. And, but, and it's hard because I don't like to not know what to do. Right. And because every day is something new that I've never done before, even though this may be my 110th day at the job, it's a new day today. And so I've never experienced it. It's hard for me to wing it. You know what I mean? Because I'm supposed to set the standard for these kids. And if I don't have a plan for what we're about to do, because I've never experienced it before, it's hard for me because I like to be the one to tell somebody like, hey, this is your first day on the job. Let me tell you what to expect. Yeah. Let me tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. This is what it's going to look like.
0: Yeah. How to move. Yeah. How to move and shake.
1: And I don't like being in situations where I kind of got to figure it out. Yeah. Because I feel like that's where air comes in. That's where my stress comes from. You know what I mean? Because like that's where you're going to see me acting out. You know, I might cry. I might, you know, yell. I don't like stuff like that. So me either. Yeah, I know. So if you put me in a situation where I got to wing it or I got to be flexible and not to say that I can't be flexible. But you know what I mean? I just got to be creative in the situation and kind of run with it. That's where like my stress level goes up. So that's what you can see from a rule follower.
0: And I'm—I don't know. I feel like I might be a, a mix of. Uh,
1: I feel like you're uh, you're a rule follower and yeah, one of yeah, these because,
0: other ones. Yeah, because it's I'm the same way, but at the same time, it's like, like I feel like I can thrive better when it's that structure and mm-hmm. when I know what's coming next. Of course, like okay, I can figure out my groove for something. And then innovate on that and make it yeah. faster and faster or more, you know, get it better and better. Like I love, like say even this podcast, mm-hmm. like I love when I got a certain editing technique down versus yeah. when I first started. It's like if editing was the job, mm-hmm. the way to do it, because it's not changing, like, OK, I know I'm going to take these videos and then I have to do something with them to make sure that they can get out. hmm as I've done it more, the videos are still the same, but now I'm able to build on the process and it gets right. faster and faster.
1: Right. Cause you've you know done it mean? before. Yes. And you know what to expect. I know
0: what to expect. Mm-hmm. And so I think it can work. I mean that, that works everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: Like in all situations, if you know what to expect, even in your relationship, if I know what to expect, hey, on Wednesdays, she washed clothes. So that means we ain't going to have clothes till Wednesdays. At least I know what to expect.
0: Now I ain't got to yell at her on Thursday or something. Or Tuesday. Tuesday. No, no, I'm going to say it there. Now I ain't got to yell at her on Thursday because I can't find my shirt. When, because I know she washed on Wednesdays, let me go check the dryer before I go Mm -hmm. off on her. Oh, it's in the dryer. Mm -hmm. I can let her sleep. I can iron my shirt and be gone. Right. Instead of, girl, with my shirt at? What are you? Isn't
1: it? <laughs> 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 nah,
0: nah.
1: <laughs> That's where that stress comes.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: So you, you said a word and now you said innovation, innovative. Oh, I did? Yeah. Number two. Oh, snap. So number one was rule follower. Number two, innovator. Was that foreshadowing? hmm <laughs> These are the people that color outside of the lines. So let me tell you who they are and what you can expect from them. Innovators are people who use the rule book as more of a guidance rather than an instruction manual. So these are your creative people the ones who are constantly coming up with new ideas and looking for ways to streamline and improve the processes. Mm. Innovative employees have a higher risk tolerance than rule followers and are much more comfortable going with the flow. So, and what you can expect from these people are, they are fans of progress and mixing things up and they value creativity and variety over tradition and routine. Right. And I feel like a lot of younger people tend to be innovators because I'm pretty sure in some instances I am an innovator yeah. because like when you come into something new, I just say, for example, like, for example, like the job that I'm in right now, my team is always like like when we're planning for our lessons or whatever, they're always like, well, what do we do before? Like we you know, and I might ask a question. I'm like, well, can we try? And they're like, no, we've always done it this way. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And sometimes that makes me upset, but you know, you gotta know where you at. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta know where you are.
0: Cause that, I mean, to be honest, that's a good basis. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, what was done before? That's a good place to start. Like, okay, this is how it was done before. If you're in a open space where they, you know, are okay with innovation or whatever, then boom, we can shoot our shots and, and get it popping. But if not, All right, we're gonna go with the float until they ask me in a what is it called the one on one or Mm -hmm. yearly review. Hey, is there anything we can improve? Right. Well, yeah, I actually got a whole list.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) For such and such, and and again, at at that particular work uh, place, that's what's acceptable. Mm -hmm. Like that's that shows a a brighter light instead of bringing it out in front of the whole team, and then they like that's not what we do here. We, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So. Because I, I personally, I find myself in that spot, too. Like, yes, you are. Depending on what it is, though. Because mm-hmm. I always have ideas, but I might not always say well, anything. I, I might know. not say anything unless somebody asks me.
1: Well, I feel like you are an innovator because, like, more than a rule follower, because I feel like you, you are constantly wanting to make progress. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's true. even though, yes, I'm going to follow the rules, you're not doing it to be defiant. You're doing it because, well, there might be a faster way. Yeah. Or maybe I, this isn't the most efficient. Yeah, that's facts. That's You facts. know what I mean? So I can see you being an a innovator, and I'm definitely a rule follower. The problem comes in is when you start, you know, mixing the two. Like yeah. when a rule follower is like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. We gotta follow these rules right. and you ain't following the rules. So here the manual, cause I did download the manual. And you yep, gotta read up <laughs> on it because you're gonna get us in trouble. That's for real.
0: And that's <laughs> that's where you gotta and that's that's why being uh what do you call it? When you're like the word is leaving me. But basically when you're true to like being real and mm-hmm. honest,
1: authentic being
0: authentic or basically what I'm saying is the The person who's innovating, mm-hmm. they're not gonna try and cut like innovate in a way that the buyer is gonna be like, mm,
1: <laughs> maybe he
0: going well, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm talking about somebody who's truthful and honest and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know what I mean? like that you're gonna integrity. still yeah, you're gonna work like the best thing to try and do is to be able to work within the lines that's provide like, yeah, just like perfect example. Taxes, right? Like you can't get mad at somebody because they know the rules enough to get or to pay. Yeah. To pay Mm -hmm. uh, $300 in taxes when all you got back was 200. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Because they know the rules Mm -hmm. and they're working within those rules. So the person who's the rule about it is okay, I can get with that because they did it within the rules, Right. So you're right, though. If you got some foul and scandalous people in that group, they're going to be, nah. i ain't a part. Oh, yeah. You're going to get, get everybody in trouble. People be like,
1: let me, let me take these areas yeah. off because you're about to get it. Yeah. You're going to get us all
0: in trouble. Want <laughs> me to go ahead? Yeah, go ahead and pay so, some bills. Yeah, so basically, y'all, when when you're trying to learn how to become a great rule abider or an innovator. Mm-hmm. Somebody's already wrote the playbook they to be have. able to get that done. And one way to get that done and learn is to go to audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word, entertainment and audio books ranging from bestsellers, celebrity memoirs, news, and business. All right. Including self-development every month as an audible member They're going to give you one credit and one credit allows you to pick one book. But on top of that, they're going to give you two bonus books in Audible Originals form. okay? and that gives you also access to daily daily news digest, not from everything from the New York Times to the Wall Street Journal. All right. So basically what Audible does is it helps people get more stories and information through the gift of found time. What that means is I don't have to try and make uh, three hours to finish a book in uh, the dark because I need to wait till all my kids go to sleep. Mm -hmm. No, while I'm rocking my baby to sleep, I can also listen to this Audible book and get my reading done because at the end of the day, you still need to learn. And so basically, because Audible loves me and Q so much, they gave you a free book. And if you don't like it, if you're like, Hey, I love the book, but the platform was a little bulky. They're going to let you keep the book. No charge. Okay. you Keep that forever. All you have to do is go to H D Y L M book.com and they can get that done for you today. All right. So also next up, you got to get some merch. Okay. Go to H-D-Y-L-M Merch mm-hmm. and pick yourself up. All you have to do is, you know, go over there. If you see a hat you like, it's like the one I have on right now, pick it up. If you see a shirt, a hoodie, whatever, support your, your people, your folks. Right. Join the A squad and get you some merch today. That's at H-D-Y-L-M And with that being said, let's get back to the show.
1: All right. So. We have talked about rule followers and the innovators. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the third type of person, which is the overachievers. Ah, and everybody knows this one, and most people don't like this person because they want perfection. This and is true. most people would probably say they think they' the manager. Yeah, trying to tell you what to do, but much like innovators, overachievers are not fans of the status quo. Mm. So, but they're not really like the innovators because they aren't necessarily motivated, motivated by creativity and new ideas. They could also be motivated by personal accountability. So it's something within them that makes them want to succeed. They have competition, maybe with themselves or with other people's or with other people. And they. Um, have this really big thing about meet like meeting their goals. Mm -hmm. So no matter what motivation is driving them, overachievers will often invest large amounts of time and energy into anything they do from the smallest task to the largest project. And what you can expect from these type of people, they can be a huge asset to your company. Definitely. Neither. When their dedication and ambition is channeled in a positive way, their behavior can set up the standard for other employees. This is true. Right. So these are kind of the people who can get on your nerves because like the, the, the managers and the supervisors and people, they always calling them out. Like shout out to Jennifer for reaching, you know, past our goal. She, you know, had 500 sales this week and, you know, she was on time and never yeah. late and people were just like, Ugh, again, mm-hmm. Jennifer, perfect attendance. You have the highest <laughs> amount of sales. Because I remember a couple of years ago, Trey was telling me that they have a quota, y'all have a quota you have to meet. Yeah. And there was a person on your team who was going like like who was meeting all those and going higher. Yeah, and I'm, then I'm gonna be, talk about it. Well tell us tell Go us ahead. about it. Tell us. Keep going. Oh, you had a point. Well, basically, she was doing so much more than what everybody else was doing that they were bringing up the goal. They were moving Mm -hmm. the goal marker up and making. Yeah, they were moving it up for her, but they were also kind of looking at y'all like, if she can do it, why can't y'all? This is true.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and just to speak on that, it's you have to look at people on a. Uh, person by person basis like i'm not her and she's not me and he's not you know her everybody's different everybody does things different like Mm -hmm. you can't sit here and tell me that i can if i practice hard enough i can sound like bruno mars Mm -hmm. i I just can't Mm -hmm. I, i mean you know what i mean like you can't make you can't tell me that there is a point that I can get, like, can I work with somebody to be able to make my voice sound better? I'm sure they have techniques to make you be able to sound better, but I'm not going to be able to sound as good as him. And that's the point where I think there's a like a marker where as a manager or something like that, you have to be able to look at, okay, this individual, they are an overachiever. So I can't expect my innovator to put up overachiever numbers. Right. I need to leave my overachiever in that space mm-hmm. and cultivate them and build yeah. them the way they need to be built. Right. And build my innov- innovator to their type level. Mm-hmm. And that's what we don't really see a lot. We yeah. see, okay, where's my overachiever? Okay, them. All right, everybody. Everybody do what they did. Yeah. And all I, I told that story just to get to those people. So I've known and luckily I love these people. Right. Like and what I mean is they are always great friends of mine. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm not necessarily the overachiever, but that's for other reasons. (laughs) You know what I mean? Which is huh?
1: which is
0: I I don't like to overextend myself to Mm -hmm. the point where I'm lacking everywhere else. Yeah. So I see see way past the right now. So like certain level on certain tasks, like can I do do it? Like redlining, like, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, I mean, can I do that? Yeah. But I'm thinking how long.
1: Right. Because you'll burn out faster than.
0: And that's what I was going to get to. So the guy that I knew that was he was a beast. I still know one great friend. We're both LeBron lovers. Shout out to my boy B. But listen, he he literally like if the goal was 25, he was three X Like he was doing 100 Mm -hmm. a day. And when you actually get, and both the boy and the girl that you were talking about, I got to know them. Neither one of them saw, like, they, now there are people who set out to, oh, yeah, I'm putting it in your face. Yeah,
1: they're making a competition. Right. But just
0: like you read there, a lot of times they're just doing them. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, you know, it's something in them that they're doing that. Right. So, like, when I sat and talked with him, his thing was, I'm just. Like I I don't I don't have to conversate to anybody. I'm just here to do my job and literally that. So he was, it was like blinders on. Mm. So once a task was done, immediately back on. Whereas me, I might do my task and then go check on somebody. Mm. Like hey, how you doing today? You know, was well, you know how you? I, I'm building up morale. Yeah. He ain't he don't care about nobody's morale. It's like. I'm doing this work, Mm -hmm. and that's not to say he was a bad person. Funniest dude ever, but anyway, both of those people were like that. It's Mm -hmm. hey, I'm just gonna do it and go as far as I can. The one thing I will say about that is the shelf life is not as long. Yeah. So with both of those people, whereas me, I'm I'm good every day. I like I can do this for as long as I need to while I'm here. They were ready to go, all right, all right, I'm burned out.
1: Right, because after you meet your goal, you're like, now what else can I do? Right. But, you and know. And then that's when you move I, on.
0: That's when people move on. hmm Because so I
1: remember when I got my first job and I was working for an elderly couple and I was helping them around the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the first week that I worked for them, I was trying to do the best that I could. Yeah. And I remember he had given me a, a lot, you know, it's probably about five things on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And I was only there for like two two hours, like two hours during the week or yeah. during the, on a weeknight because so I would get out of school and then I would go to their house and help them do stuff or whatever. So he gave me like five things on my list and I rushed through all of them. Now, I did get them done correctly, mm-hmm. but he, he rode out there on his little scooter. Yeah. Mr. Roach, he In rode out wisdom. on his little say? scooter. What'd he say? I he said... He said, I can't remember how he put it, but basically, he was asking me why I went through those things that he gave me so yeah. fast. And he was like, Slow down, basically. Yeah. Like, why are you rushing? You have all the time in the world yeah. to get this done. You know, just slow down a little bit, take some time. Because I get, See, he probably knew, right he knew I would burn out. And you know, if you burn out, I mean, I mean,
0: you're gonna leave. Now I gotta try and find a. It was already hard to find one person. Mm -hmm. Now I gotta try and find another one because you done burned through your stuff, right? Yeah, like that's man, that's wisdom, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh,
1: But the good thing about overachievers having them at your workplace, yeah, you need them. Yeah, you need them because they help drive. They're, I mean, they're part of, like, the innovators, where the innovators are doing it out of creativity. The overachievers are doing it for themselves, but those people push the company forward.
0: And that's, like, that's why, was, like, you definitely need them. Like, mm-hmm. in both both of those people that I talked about earlier, they were on two different teams. Mm-hmm. They both served a purpose right. on both of those teams because you knew that you could count on, like, you could count on them to get, boom. Mm-hmm. So whereas everybody's goal is such and such you know they're going to get this so when it comes time to push like hey y'all we got a few more that we need to get done all right you you know you you know you can put on yeah. your back like yeah. all right they going to help us get it done for real for mm-hmm. real and with that being said you need those people too because just like you have the innovator mm-hmm. the innovator they make the new thing right that overachiever can make it come to life.
1: That's right, and then the rule follower just goes along with it. Yes, like <laughs> and hey, I just do this, what they say. Just this meet
0: up with? And you know, it's funny. I've seen where both of those, like the innovator mm-hmm. and the overachiever, they might innovate something, and then you have the overachiever that immediately starts mm-hmm. where the rule abider comes in. Right. I, I had a pharmacist on my team. She something that they changed. She came in with a question. Because she knew the rules
1: mm-hmm. from the state. Right.
0: She came in and was like, hey, how does this work with such and such? Oh, you know what? We didn't think about that. But okay, no, right. we can't do this. And and scratch that one. You need, you need it all, That's all I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You need them all. And it all when you have a great team, they all can work together. I know we have another one left. Yeah, so we got we can one keep more. Going. Yeah. One
1: more. So these are really good because All of these people are needed on this team. And the last one is the expectation manager. These are the people who say, hey, now, let's not get too excited here. These (laughs) are the people that when the innovators and the overachievers start talking about doing way out of the box stuff. And they're like, hey, (laughs) you know, it sounds good, but let's remember.
0: Yeah. We we only work work eight hours a day.
1: Okay. We get paid this. Yeah. We only have access to these yeah. materials. All right. So let me tell you who they are and what to expect from them. Expectation managers are those team members who keep everyone's big ideas in check. Generally speaking, expectation managers have been around a while and have a lot of knowledge. They will pr- probably refer to themselves as realists or experts. Oh, expectation <laughs> managers feel they have a lot to offer and they want their voices to be heard. So, what you can expect from them is helpful process managers have a gift for big picture thinking. Man, this sounds even more like you. Yeah, you know. They have a gift for big picture thinking and a genuine love of strategy, planning and ex. Oh, this is so you.
0: Even more than an yeah. All right, And yeah. then
1: they know what needs to get done and what it takes to do it. So expectation manager just make sure. I feel like they probably work really well with the rule Rule um, yeah. follower. Yeah,
0: I can see that. You know,
1: because they can help. They probably the rule follower and the expectation manager probably sit side by side and make sure, hey, we got to keep an eye on them, too, so that they don't get us in trouble trying to do all this new cool stuff. This is fact. And we make sure we perfect it. Yeah. So all of these four people work together to make a really good team. But the problem is like the problem that I've seen myself run into is I get on a team and I'm a rule follower, but I have too many innovators or I have too many That's not overachievers.
0: Yeah. That's also not
1: because you know, if 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 we're not all on one accord and we're not all doing the same thing and our production isn't showing the same, then something's lacking and we all are like it could really show the weakness in our team. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, on our group or whatever right. you are considered or in the company. So it's really important to make sure that like you have a balance, but it's kind of hard to find that balance.
0: It is. I think you like that's where as a, and I mean, you know, it just is what it is, but as a manager or the leader or whatever, you have to make up for what you lack in those positions Mm -hmm. until they come. So like, like, like you said, you ain't going to win if your whole team is full of, I mean, you can, but it's, it's going to be luck. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a whole team full of rule abiders, unless you come up, unless you keep innovating, you can get stuck in time. Right. Because it's always going to be, well, this is how we always did it. Right. And there's have no a, growth. Yes. And so it's just either you're going to be flatline or it's going to be over time going down as time goes on. But mm-hmm. so you need those other, those other teammates. I think the main key is you got to know what those four are and then be able to see it in others to make those groups together, you know, to bring those people together, mm. and then if you don't have that yet, you have to make that up as right. the leader, you know, what I mean, or as the manager of the team changes. Lead. Yeah, you or might like, have
1: too many overachievers over here and too many rule followers and yeah. um, expectation managers. Over yeah, here. so if you can't, can next switch. year you be like, yeah, you know, next yeah. quarter or whatever, you got to switch it around.
0: Yeah, and and I think we see that, and we don't, you know, we not, might not realize it at the time, but. We've seen that where they're like, hey, we're going to move such and such to here or, you know, in classrooms, say mm-hmm. like, kid, all right, I'm going to put them at y'all's table. Right. It wasn't it wasn't because. Like, you might just, man, they took my friend away. Now, nah, look, you need somebody that that's at this table that knows what they're right. doing, that can keep, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, you need a leader that can be able to see that those things in others and then make them come together and get the job done. But like, that's why you got to really know those up front. Mm-hmm. So like, you need to know what those are so that you can be able to see them in others. Cause right. then if you can see them in others, okay, I know how to work with. So that's one thing that I like, I I think maybe that's why I don't mind. What was it? The overachiever. Mm-hmm. Like most people hate that person, but they hate that person be- or they don't like that person because now I got to try and do what you doing. Right. I never saw it as that because I know I'm not you. <laughs> and I, I had no problem telling a leader or a manager I'm not them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I actually done it before. And I so I don't hate that person. You work with that person by, okay, let me see what they do. And if I can use some of the stuff to make my numbers or to do a little better, then that works but I can't be them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so th- you have to be able to know those things, those four and th- figure out how to work with them to be able to become a better teammate or a better partner type deal.
1: Yeah. I think that it also works in all kinds of situations. Kind of like we talked about before we started it, everywhere. Like even in relationships, Trey, like in hours shoot, what would I be? I don't even know. Oh,
0: this is a tough one. Uh,
1: For per person because it's at home, but Trey is more innovative, not necessarily like in our marriage, but like his personality. Mm -hmm. So it kind of works in both ways where sometimes I think outside of the box only because I've had different experiences Mm -hmm. and Trey would be more of the rule follower. But then like when it transitions into like goals, like life goals, Trey would be more innovative because... You know, he sees different things. He listens to podcasts and different, you know.
0: And it's what you just said. Yeah. Because of experiences, experience, you know, like exposure leads to expansion. Mm -hmm. So in certain areas, yeah, I'll be extremely innovative or I can overachieve or, you know, whatever I need to be in that in that area, I can do it because I have a lot of experience in it. Right. Where others, I'm gonna be literally just a rule abider Mm -hmm. because I don't, I know I don't know as much as the next person or the person, you know. Right. So I'm not gonna be out of out of pocket. I'm staying right here. Okay. What I need to do next? Okay. And I'm gonna do that
1: Mm -hmm. until. Okay. So you 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 just made me think of the next thing. So we don't have a question from the inner circle, Mm -hmm. but we are like shopping for a new mattress Mm. and last week or was it was that this week no
0: that was last week
1: last week we decided to or i decided i was like i want to go start looking for a mattress because i'm starting to have a little bit of back pain oh that's right our current mattress is getting old and you know so it's just it's just time for stuff like that and so initially trey wanted to look well, you looked on Amazon and saw some some of the ones that can be shipped to your house and it's like folded and then you give it like 24 or 48 hours mm-hmm. and then it expands. Well, I saw the reviews on it and because I'm not really strong in like mattresses, I was just like, I want to go, you know, see some mattresses and get an idea or whatever. But the only thing that I told Trey was like, let's go, buy, let's go mattress shopping. Yeah. So Trey put on his shoes. I got my clothes on and we rolled down to a mattress place and we got in there. The lady asked us our price. We told her we were looking around, but the whole time I was having an issue because I could tell Trey was. (laughs) And now afterwards we had this conversation, but I'm bringing it up here. He, he, to me, he had this look on his face Mm -hmm. that said, I don't want to be here. And I don't know why we talking to her because you know, I already have kind of in my mind what I want. This is what I'm seeing on his face because he's standing there kind of stone faced and he's just like, and when the lady asked him a question, he was like, I mean, really, you need to be, you know, he wasn't saying it in like a mean way, but he was like, it, it doesn't matter to me. It's on her. And, you know, she asked us, you know, we tried out a mattress and I was like, Oh, I like this. And then, You know, I wanted to kind of stay and see what else they had or whatever. But I could my my impression or my perspective on what I thought Trey was feeling was that he was ready to go because he had already made up in his mind what he wanted and what he didn't want to pay. And so we left out of there and we went home and I was pretty upset with him and I was just over looking for mattresses. And he was like, I thought we were going somewhere else. And I had kind of given up. So I brought this all up because, um, like, I didn't give Trey enough information before we went for him to understand what I needed him for because I took him to the mattress place so I could get his opinion, but he wasn't doing that. He wasn't giving me an opinion. He was like, well, it's all on you. And I really don't like it when he does that, but we had to have a little bit of a conversation to, un- you know, for us to both understand, like, you know. What I needed, what his, basically, I needed to express to him my expectations. Yeah. And let him know, like, hey, I'm not necessarily coming in here to buy a mattress today, but I'm trying to get a little more information so that if I wanna shop online and get one from Amazon, I know what I'm looking for. So, yeah, Trey was, he was a little upset with me. Yeah. Cause I didn't share that with him, but I was upset with him because if I, I was telling him, I took you to the mattress store. Because I wanted your opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. But then, what did I say?
1: You said, it ain't for me, so it really doesn't matter what I want. It, right. Right. So, my my the part where I got upset was because if I wanted to buy a mattress by myself, I didn't need you.
0: Yeah. I just thought... Because I didn't get a lot of information. I literally just thought you wanted me to be there.
1: No. Well, so, okay. And, so, and
0: then I told you know, as time went on, you heard my whole explanation and what was really going, like what really was going on in my head instead of what you thought. And then you realized,
1: well, kind of, but I also just, I was just bringing this up because like, I don't know if I'm the only one who has this problem, but I know like, But I mean, what? No, no, no. I guess maybe like this happens a lot, like with food and stuff, because I mean, you really don't care. But I try to give you an option to be a part of the conversation. But you you're just like, well, it means more to you. So you choose.
0: Yeah. So like like on certain things, personally, on certain things, I just I. Like when you've been in a relationship so long, then you kind of understand different Are you seeing different things? And so you just move a certain way. So like, for instance, the food that she just brought up, I personally, because of a lot of previous experiences, for the most part, I don't really care. And that's because when we were early on in our relationship, she would say, hey, what do you want? And I would say, I want blank. I don't really want that. Okay. What do you want? And then we would go with that. Well, if that happens too many times, I don't really care about food that much. Okay, let's just go with what she wants. I know they have something on the menu that I like. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just eat that. If it comes, you know, if it comes down to it, I have a feeling or like I really want something. I'm pretty sure we can get it that day. But for the most part, like food, eh, I don't really care enough to make that a thing. Is what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Well, I now, get it for food, but so I feel like a mattress is so, a bigger purchase and, so, and I can't go out and just buy it by myself.
0: And so that's where I was transitioning to the mattress. So like with the mattress thing again, I, y'all, if I, if we're just being real truthful here, I've only had two mattresses in my entire life. OK, I slept on one match uh, mattress from age seven or six until I was 21 when we got married literally and then from 21 to now what we have now I just don't I don't I haven't had enough experience with mattresses to know a huge difference to really care like mm-hmm. I sleep well every night which y'all know if y'all are uh, listeners here I sleep good every night like I get a full sleep regardless of the amount of time so when it came to the mattress I knew it's her like it's what she really wants. I'm going to be good regardless. So if she's the one with the problem on the mattress, let's make sure we get what she wants so that it's not another problem Mm. because if we get what I want and then it's not really what she wants and she was the one who wanted a new one in the first place. okay, now it just created a whole nother problem or needing a whole nother mattress. So, I didn't know why I would like I didn't know I didn't know I needed to do anything other than just be there in support of her in search for her mattress now the again she said what she thought I was thinking when we got home I told her exactly what I was thinking I just needed to make sure that wasn't the only place that she got her information from or that she looked at. A mattress. I, I'm not a fan of just going somewhere and just on a whim making a decision or like making a purchase unless that's the only option for that, you know, mm-hmm. thing. Like if there's another option, I think we should at least look at it. Yeah. And so that's the only thing. But My, I think the the big but, real
1: the real big issue is I feel like I couldn't tell him in the store I need your input because the lady was standing right there. But she could
0: have. And if and if that was the case, then I would have I would have told her. I'm like. But
1: well, see, but I thought he had his guard up because he had already had in his mind what he wanted. No.
0: And that like was the he other. Had the
1: Amazon, I was thinking yeah. he had the Amazon mattress in his head. Yeah. And, and, he and I like, had told this is what I want. And I don't know why she in here trying to buy this expensive mattress. Nah,
0: and I had told her months or however long that was before when I sent her those mattresses, it was an option. Like, like, hey, I saw these. I didn't even go through the reviews. Like I saw the star amount, but I just vaguely went through like, OK, Okay, let me send it to her. And then she went through and actually thoroughly looked at them and was like, eh, I don't know about that. okay, Like you said that right away or the next week, whenever you got a chance to actually look at them, I didn't think about them mattresses again because it was just it was me trying to help like, oh, I guess I didn't think about it. Amazon got mattresses. Let me see. Boom, okay, sent it to her. She said nah didn't think about them again and so when she got home and was saying I'm like those matches weren't even on my mind when we were there yeah, well, <laughs> because we know. were there that was the only thing and so you know when she was done I'm like well I thought we were gonna come home and look some more we and so when we got that understanding out of the way then we looked and boom mm-hmm. you, you see other options now based on the cuz that's when I really can work. Like I can't like I don't know a lot about mattresses, so I'm no help. Yeah. Until we went there, we went there and now I'm an expert in what she wanted. Mm. So then as soon as we got home, 5 minutes, I found the same exact mattress at the same exact store for half the price that the lady didn't even offer us. Right. Now, why that is, I don't know. But the thing is, I went off the criteria that she wanted, because, again, I don't know. But I know what she told us in the store. That's what she wanted. OK, going off of this criteria, let's search now. And boom, send it to her. I think she liked it. And then we're on from there. But understanding.
1: Mm-hmm. I should just I didn't know. I didn't know I needed to tell him I needed his input. On that one.
0: Yeah, because...
1: Well, because typically... I I know that you do that with, like, food and little stuff or whatever. I do it with anything. That's what you want. But I just... I thought, like, because this was a bigger purchase, you would have more input. But, you know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, you... It's hard. It's hard
1: because I remember we had this conversation years ago where I was like... I was like, you never give input. And you're like, well... You know, you haven't taken my. You know, if what I suggest doesn't come through, this is true. Then I just stop. And so it's hard because it's like I want you to, but then if when you ask me what my opinion is about what you said, it's probably a no.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's probably a no. <laughs> I didn't hear it. You know, too much information. <laughs> I don't care, or you know what that I mean.
1: Sounds like so bad. It, it
0: it does, but at the same time, I just. Like I've known her long enough not to take that to heart, that kind of those kind of answers or that kind of stuff to heart. But at the same time, okay, I do what what I need to do to like make that okay. Mm-hmm. If it again, a lot of stuff doesn't bother me, so it's not worth it for me to put up a like. I'm not about to be sitting here. Well, I want chicken wings. I. <laughs> You've had what you wanted 16 times in a row. I want chicken wing. I'm not about to do that. I don't want them that you, bad. And you
1: I'd be like, all right, we have chicken wings today.
0: That time, right? But if I did that too many times, you'd be like, dude, what are you doing? You need
1: to take a chill pill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't e I mean it's not that it's not that important to me. If I wanted the chicken wings that bad, look on a Saturday when I'm just going to go watch my homie's son play baseball, I would get the chicken wings and eat them. While I'm there, she don't want to eat anyway. So I might as well get them when I just want them, right? So I don't know.
1: Anyways, that was a learning experience. Because from now on, if I'm trying to make a big purchase, I just need to make sure I let him know up front. Yeah,
0: because then if it's something I don't know, like that I'm not versed in, I can go uh, sit down, learn about it, and then I can go in somewhere and Ask questions. Yeah, know when we're getting... Yanked around or whatever. Ask mm-hmm. the right questions, because people people ask questions all the time, but it's the right questions. Mm-hmm. Even in relationships, you can ask questions, but if they're not the right ones, well, I mean, I don't know. It's for nothing.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, that was the end of our little episode, but I just wanted yeah. to share that because I know. You know it's kind of hard because even though we've been together seven years, there's still stuff to be.
0: It will always like there. Be,
1: there's yeah. always something to learn from mm-hmm. every situation, and while that was a pretty good one, because like in the past I would have been crying, cause I'd have been like, "You don't ever put in any input," but this time I was like, "I'm just done." <laughs>
0: yeah, and then I didn't even know, so I came out the room like, "Oh look, look what I done found." She got the she was done headphones on done i'm like wait what
1: i'm like you stressing me out
0: had no clue then she told me we got that handled boom Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that's how you do that right there
1: that is that's how you love me (laughs) (laughs) that's how you love me right yeah
0: yeah so we good all right so y'all listen thank y'all so much for Listening in on us again to the How Do You Love Me show. If you're new here and you made it to right now, you're a real one. And we appreciate that. And we hope that you come back, listen to us again, subscribe, and like this one. If you liked it, we would love to hear from you about what topics you want us to discuss. Or just if you want our advice, go ahead and shoot us an email at hdyloveme at gmail.com. Or you can just DM us at, on IG, at underscore, or sorry, H-D-Y-L-M underscore podcast. That's it. Or if that's literally too much work, like just give us a call and send us a voicemail at 682-231-0848. And if you want to see what's going on as well, just go to H-D-Y-L-M dot com. Remember, it's always grand gratitude over here that's high thinking strong faith simple living smart work with that being said peace
1: bye